0: Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. Where, oh where, is love? God loves love. God is the source of love, and love is the most important thing about God love is from God, love is of God. You want to be more loving? You want to find greater intensity in your love? You want to know how to love hard to love people? Focus on God. But where do we see God most clearly? In Jesus. So look at how God has shown his love through Jesus and do the same thing. Pray with me. Holy God, I want to show you that you are my Father. By loving others better, please bless me as I try to treat other people with love like Jesus did. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I come to you today with a heavy heart because I heard of the news of the passing of Dr. Charles Stanley and what an influence this minister has had on my life. If you don't know him, I highly recommend you google him and listen to any of his sermons. I have probably all of his books. What a great man, and if anybody, is seated at the right hand of the Father right now, it's Dr. Charles Stanley, and he's done a great thing. I have to say, he single-handedly helped me grow my relationship with God. And most importantly, he showed me how important and crucial and vital and necessary and absolutely needed is that relationship with God. So rest in peace, Charles F. Stanley. You're amazing. You did your thing. You are an angel. And I'll continue to watch you on television through DVR and other means on the internet, through In Touch Magazine, through In Touch Ministries, through Christianity.com, through Crosswalk.com, this man was an angel on earth. And God only knows he did his thing. So thank you, Dr. Charles Stanley. And thank you, Mom, for turning me on to Dr. Charles Stanley. I love him. Not past tense. Eternally. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Such a huge loss, listeners. Such a huge loss. And I'm talking about Dr. Charles Stanley. He left this earth April 18th. And the world will not be the same. I'm not kidding. Just as we know the disciples walked with Jesus and knew him, spent time with him, followed him, I can say without any ounce of doubt that Charles, Dr. Charles F. Stanley knew the Lord intimately. This man was so blessed. Let me give you a sample. From his book, God's Way Day by Day, he quotes Psalm 2 verse 12. Blessed are those who put their trust in him. He says, Your relationship with God is not based upon your good deeds. It is not based upon your offering of blood sacrifice at a designated shrine. You're doing a series of charitable acts of kindness or you're belonging to a particular denomination. It is not based upon anything that you produce achieve, or earn. Rather, your relationship with God is based upon belief. Believing that Jesus Christ is God's Son come in the flesh and that Jesus Christ is Lord. Behavior is the substance of religion. Belief is the substance of relationship relationship with God. And then he tells us that Jesus prays for us. Psalm 94 verse 11, the Lord knows the thoughts of man. One of the attributes of Jesus is that he knows the hearts of men and understands what goes on in our spirits. In knowing our hearts, Jesus perceives our motivations, desires, and yearnings, as well as our inadequacies, ineptitudes, and deficiencies. He sees what we need. Out of his deep love for us, Jesus brings our needs to the Father. The Father always responds to what Jesus brings to him. There is no prayer that Jesus prays on our behalf that goes unheeded or unanswered by the Father. So even though we have not brought our need to Jesus, Jesus brings our need to the Father and the Father takes action on our behalf for our good and in order to meet our need. These are Dr. Charles Stanley's words, you guys. He was amazing. And he talks about a tremendous treasure. Proverbs 2 verse 4. Search for wisdom, as for hidden treasures. Then you will understand the fear of the Lord. He says, I can't guarantee that if I announced from the pulpit one Sunday that I knew with certainty that any person who would travel one hour north of Atlanta on a certain highway turn onto a specific dirt road, travel four and one-half miles, turn onto another dirt road, and travel 100 yards, park under a giant tree to, to the right of the road, and then dig down four feet, would find a million dollars worth of silver coins. We well, said the church auditorium would empty immediately. People would be eager to get their tools together, fill up their car with gasoline and head out to search for such a tremendous treasure. Well, God says that wisdom is more valuable than any amount of tangible treasure. Are you willing to make the effort to search for his wisdom? Dr. Charles Stanley. He was great, great, great with his questions. They just would pierce your heart. I'm so gonna miss him. I guess you're getting that idea right now. And then he wrote God's Purpose for Your Life, the author Charles F. Stanley. Deuteronomy 2929, The Secret Things Belong to Our God but the things revealed belong to us. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things revealed belong to us. Do you ever think to yourself, I can't figure out why things don't work out for me? All of us have blind spots, places in our lives where we unknowingly undermine ourselves. While there are many things about this life that we will never know or understand, some things are reserved for God. The Lord desires to teach us so much. As we interact with him daily, he reveals principles and patterns to us about how we function, relate to others, and need to grow. However, this means that we must be willing to focus on him and obey him as we read scripture and pray and not just expect a quick answer or a simple reply. If you are frustrated about your life or about circumstances you're facing today, take time to be alone with the Lord in prayer. Ask him, to reveal his understanding about your situation and the patterns of behavior in you that exacerbated it. He wants you. I think it's ex... Ex... Exacerbate, exacerbated it. Sorry. He wants you to walk in his good, acceptable perfect and victorious will for your life so set your heart to learn what he has for you because when you do you won't be disappointed pray with me jesus reveal my blind spots to me and how to be free of them so i can walk in your will amen Stay right there. We'll be back. We're still paying tribute to Dr. Charles Stanley. And here's a story he shared. 1 Samuel 17, verse 45. I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts we all know the story of the young shepherd boy who slew the giant. David stood before his formidable foe with no sword, no armor, or battle experience. Biblical scholars speculate that Goliath, the mammoth Philistine warrior, stood somewhere between nine and twelve feet tall and weighed several hundred pounds. He was heavily armed, And in the sight of him, struck terror in the hearts of Saul's army. So by all rational accounts, David was no match for his challenger. The secret of David's success, however, was not in his own ability, but in his willingness to trust and obey God. Likewise, David realized that what he learned in one situation would help him with whatever he faced in the future. And the same is true for you listeners. God has a plan to develop your faith as well, deepening your dependence on Him. You may be facing what seems to be enormous trials and difficulties But knowing how to respond properly to these challenges is critical to your spiritual growth. So like David, declare your battles belong to the Lord and allow God to take your trust and grow it into a strong and mighty faith in his name. One that has the ability to conquer any foe amen pray with me jesus my battles belong to you in your name i triumph strengthen my faith and lead me to your awesome victory amen and proverbs 16 verse 9 the mind of man plans his way but the lord directs his steps Listeners, stop to consider the truth in these statements. You cannot make another person love you. You cannot always have your way in every situation. You cannot own everything you want to. You cannot do everything perfectly every time. You cannot persuade everybody to think the way you do. If we are honest with ourselves, we will admit that we don't like the fact that we can't control these things. But here's the good news. God is in complete control. He alone is omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent. He alone rules all creation and he loves you so much that he will always bring good out of everything you face. So when someone doesn't love you or think like you do, when you don't get your way, when you don't own something or do a task perfectly, you can't. You can take heart. It's okay because your God is still in charge and he is working everything to your good. Pray with me. Jesus, I praise you in my setbacks. I praise you in my losses. I praise you in my lack of control. My life is in your hands, Lord, and I trust you with it. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Listeners gaze up to heaven, clasp your hands together and pray with me. Dear Lord, my prayer today is one of praise for your grace. I praise you for grace covering me when I was oblivious to your hand working in my life. I glorify you for the ministering angels I did not recognize, but they listened to your voice of grace and not my voice of self-will. I praise you for your saving grace which protected me from my youthful foolishness to bring me into a life of divine purpose. And I praise you for the wisdom to know it was your grace that pursued me and prevented the adversary from destroying your plan for my life. Father, I praise you for the power of grace. When mediocrity attempts to seep into my spirit, grace speaks and tells me who you created me to be. When the adversary creates battles in my mind, grace attacks his thoughts and replaces them with your words of peace hope, and joy. When I feel like my life is on hold, grace reminds me that you have an appointed time for all things. And when I feel alone, grace fills me with your spirit of love. As I reflect on the spiritual archives of my life, i can see the story of grace written on every page i can see the places where the adversary was attempting to lead me and the traps that were set my downfall was scheduled and manipulated by him but your grace stepped in and prevented his assault i glorify you for teaching me lord Your grace is sufficient for me and your strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I praise you for my weakness that surrenders to your grace, Lord. I give you praise, honor, and glory for your perfect gift of grace. It is another expression of your unconditional love. It cannot be earned. It cannot be repaid. You bless me Protect me and lead me with your grace. And for that, I give you honor, praise, and glory. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Psalm 8411. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. And Ephesians chapter 2 says, But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places of Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace, you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works lest anyone should boast. Amen. Thank you, Avis Marcus. And we'll be right back, listeners. Stay right there. One of my favorite prayers, where there's faith, there is love. Where there's love, there's peace. Where there is peace, there is God. Where there is God, there is no need. Amen. Here's a whisper from our Lord. You continually need to keep focused on me so you can follow the guidance and direction I provide. There will be countless distractions that blur your vision and distort the truth so you will need to constantly remain in me so that I can direct you specifically into my will. Sometimes it seems like there must be another way. You perceive your weakness and struggles as an indication that you're moving in the wrong direction. I know you want instant answers and immediate relief, but you must always remember that my ways are not your own. My ways are better. There will be times when I will make you wait. I'm building your faith, drawing you near, preparing you for greater revelation of my presence, my power and provision that you can imagine. It is during these times that I am perfecting your faith so you will come to depend upon me. You will stretch your trust in me further than you ever imagined you could or would. And you'll see that I bring good out of everything you endure. Don't allow your past to taint the promises I've given you for the future. I've promised to give you a future and a hope. Wait on me. Rely on me for strength when you are weak And your faith will soar. Amen. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 31. Yet the strength of those who wait with hope in the Lord will be renewed. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and won't become weary. They will walk and won't grow tired. Amen. Amen. And from Pray More, it says, Jadrach, Meshach, Abednego believed that God would deliver them from Nebuchadnezzar's hand, even if deliverance meant death in a fiery furnace. It is illegal to openly worship Jesus in some countries. Even courts in the United States have drawn a faint line in the sand obscuring the language of our Constitution. Our freedom of speech is violated when we are denied the right to pay in Christ's name or share our love for him in public. Jesus warned that we would be hated because of his name. Litigious unbelievers bring lawsuits against us and courts subject us to heavenly fines for adhering to our Christian faith. Our reward for trusting in God will surpass any penalty the courts may impose on us. So have the courage to break man's law to obey God. Daniel chapter 3 verse 18 says, Let it be known to you, O King, that we are not going to serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. Pray with me, Father God, give us the courage to break man's law when it's necessary to obey your laws. Let us rejoice and be glad, for our rewards in heaven are great. And we are inclined to pray. 2 Kings 19 verse 16 says, Incline your ear, O Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, O Lord, and see. Talk about being stressed. King Hezekiah and his kingdom of Judah were being threatened at the gates And his God was being bad-mouthed by the very powerful king of Assyria, who then put his threats and insults into a letter to Hezekiah. But Hezekiah didn't freak out. He went to God and spread the letter before him. Then he prayed, praising God for all his power, asking him to hear and see what was happening in his life, asking God to save him so that everyone would see that he alone was God. The result? Well, that night, the angel of the Lord went out and struck down 185,000 in the camp of Assyrians. Then the king of Assyria departed. So listeners, if God could do this for Hezekiah, Imagine, imagine what he can do for you. Pray with me. Lord, I know you are amazing. Hear and see me. Help me so that all will know you alone are God. Happy Wedding Day to Michael and Tamara. Jump in the broom today. Congratulations. Happy birthday, Mr. Carlos, in Brazil. We remembered you. Listeners, cherish your life. Cherish every moment that is given to you cherish every person that is given to you and thank and praise god for everything that has ever been revealed to you shared with you pointed out to you pointed to you cherish it all call it all grace call it all good come back tomorrow and pray with me I'll be here rest in peace Dr. Charles F. Stanley rest in peace and I'm so glad I have your Bible the Charles F. Stanley Life Principles Bible, no man on earth, in my opinion, could preach better than him. So thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, for anointing him the way you did, because he sure did pierce my heart. Bye for now.